Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and here's your White Sox wake-up call for June 27, 2018. If you went to bed early due to the 1-hour, 48-minute rain delay that preceded first pitch, so did the Twins. They played some sloppy baseball, and the White Sox were able to take advantage of their mistakes multiple times for an 8-4 victory in the opener. The Sox erased a pair of two-run deficits with the assistance of Minnesota mistakes. In the third inning, Adam Engelreach when Ere Adrianza fired high and wide on a fairly routine grounder to start the inning. Yohan Moncada tripled him home, and Yomber Sanchez's ground out tied the game at two. After the Twins scored two in the top of the fifth, they invited the Sox back into the game an inning later. First, Lance Lynn couldn't glove Matt Davidson's tapper to the first base side of the mound, then slipped on the wet turf trying to recover it. Then, Lynn deflected Leary Garcia's grounder, which would have been a double play ball, but instead trickled harmlessly to the vacated right side for another sketchy single. Kevin Smith delivered the inning's first legit single to left to load the bases, and that knocked Lynn from the game. The Twins' bullpen didn't help much. Ryan Presley didn't make Tim Anderson swing the bat, issuing a five-pitch walk to make it a one-run game. He came back to strike out Engel, after which Paul Molitor went to the bullpen for lefty Taylor Rogers to turn around Moncada and Sanchez. It worked on Moncada, who popped out to short. It didn't work on Sanchez, who worked the count full, then shot the eighth pitch of the at-bat to center for a two-run single that gave the Sox a 5-4 lead. The Sox then tacked on plenty of insurance. Avi Garcia hit his first homer since April 3rd for another run in the 7th, and after Brian Dozier booted a routine double play ball to load the bases in the 8th, Sanchez drove in his 4th run with another single, and Abreu added the second bases loaded walk for good measure. It turns out the insurance wasn't needed because the bullpen was bulletproof. Luis Avalon, Juan Manaya, Jace Fry, and Joaquim Soria retired all eight batters they faced to close it out, preserving a victory for Reynaldo Lopez, who was good enough. Lopez lived and died by the fly ball. He gave up a solo shot to Dozier in the second and Adrianza in the third, and faced a bigger threat in the fifth. The Twins started the inning with three straight singles to retake the lead at 3-2, and they still had runners in the corners and nobody out. Joe Maurer hit a deep drive to right, but Avi Garcia was able to track the same fly ball that pants Daniel Palka a month ago, flagging it down on the warning track to limit the damage to a sack fly. Eddie Rosario then flied out, and Eduardo Escobar struck out to keep the game within reach. 
Lopez ended up retiring the last seven batters he faced, and Rick Renteria allowed him to end on a high note when he struck out Mitch Garver to start the seventh. Lopez maintained his fastball velocity all night, averaging 96 miles per hour and hitting that number even when his pitch count escalated into the 90s itself. The White Sox and Twins will be back at it tonight for Game 2. James Shields will try to avoid his 10th loss of the season while facing the Sox-killing Mizzou product Kyle Gibson. First pitch is at 7.10 p.m. Central on NBC Sports Chicago. Gibson is 6-2 with a 2.42 ERA against the Sox in 11 career starts, although they were able to get him for three runs and a no decision back on May 6th. While you're watching Shields pitch, you won't have to worry about the rest of the White Sox rotation. Dylan Covey threw a bullpen on Tuesday and reported no residual effects from the hip-slash-groin issue that cut his last start short. Down in the minors, we're still awaiting news on Dane Dunning. Chris Getz said on a blogger conference call that the Sox are cautiously optimistic, so perhaps the news isn't the worst-case scenario. In Charlotte, Carson Fulmer killed the optimism he generated after an 11-strikeout start. His control probably returned in a 6-4 loss to Durham. He walked six batters over four innings and threw just 50 of 90 pitches for strikes, so maybe Seve Zavala isn't the cure for what ails him. Eloy Jimenez went two for four. Birmingham beat Montgomery five to three. Joel Booker went one for five with a strikeout. Luis Alexander Basabe went two for five with a stolen base and a strikeout. Zach Collins doubled once and struck out thrice, and Alex Call hit his second homer in just his sixth game at Double A. Winston-Salem lost to the Frederick Keys in 10 innings by a score of 3-2, despite a productive night from Luis Gonzalez, who went 2-for-4 with two doubles and a walk from the leadoff spot. Luis Robert was 0-for-5 with two strikeouts, and Mike Rodolfo went 1-for-4 with a walk and a strikeout. Greensboro rallied to top Canapolis 8-7, Luis Corbello went 2-for-4 with a walk. Great Falls top Billings 6-1, Lennon Sosa continues to produce by going 2-for-5 with a strikeout. On the other hand, the DSL White Sox lost 9 to nothing. They're really feeling the effects of the Luis Robert penalty, because without a fresh influx of high-impact talent from the last international signing class, they're 3-17 over the first 20 games of the season. Around the league, Corey Kluber absorbed a rare beating at the hands of the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cards touched him up for 6 runs over just 1 and 2 thirds innings in an 11-2 victory. Even after the influx of runs, Kluber's ERA is still just 2.54. The good news for the Tribe? The Sox beat the Twins, and the Tigers blew a 7-3 lead against Oakland in a 9-7 loss, so Cleveland still holds an 8-game lead in the AL Central. Elsewhere, the Cubs beat the Dodgers 9-4, although they lost Chris Bryant to the disabled list with a sore shoulder. Benches cleared in a pair of games. The Mets objected to Josh Harrison's hard but clean slide in the second in their 4-3 victory over Pittsburgh, and even stranger, the Rays and Nationals got into a war of words after the 27th out. Sergio Romo struck out Michael Taylor and then decided to talk some trash because Taylor stole a base on him with a big lead a month ago. By and large, unwritten rules continue to be dumb. Back to actual baseball action, Luis Severino beat Kluber to 12 wins, throwing seven strong innings in the Yankees' 6-0 victory over Jake Arrieta and the Phillies. While we're talking league leaders, J.D. Martinez hit his 24th homer as Boston beat the Angels 9-1. But most relevant to your interests, Jose Abreu extended his league lead in American All-Star voting at first base. Despite his slump, he is now the leading vote-getter at first base by nearly 300,000 votes over fellow Cuban Yuli Gurriel of Houston. That'll do it for this morning's White Sox wake-up call. Visit SoxMachine.com to join the discussion, and make sure to follow us on Twitter, at SoxMachine. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to it on iTunes, Spotify, and the Google Play Music stores. And if you're feeling generous, you can support everything Sox Machine via Patreon at patreon.com slash SoxMachine. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine Podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis.
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.